Hello, all you sexy people, and welcome to Ethosphere. I am your host, Nathan Alex Orona, and today I am coming to you raw and uncut. I say that because I am in my home studio, and yesterday we celebrated my little girl's 12th birthday. So she has tons of little friends running around, so you may hear some external noise. Um, but today we are going to try and answer a question that was submitted by a listener. So without further ado, let's get to that. Aviva M asks, it sounds as if the character in your story feels that life is predetermined. He mentioned that he was moving towards having to cut his own arm off. How is it possible that a person would be moving towards something so awful. Aviva, the answer to your question, in all honesty, is, I don't know. No, I'm kidding. Aviva, which is a lovely name, by the way, I am going to recommend to you and everyone else who hasn't read Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning to please read this book. So who was Frankl? Frankl was a Jewish physician, a Jewish physician, who was held captive at Auschwitz, which was the Nazi concentration camp. His parents and his wife died all while inside these concentration camps. He was surrounded by horrors and unspeakable evil, and all at the same time, he was forced to care for those that were held captive with him. Even among like the terror of never knowing if today is the day, if his life was going to be cut short that day, Frankel still understood that he had a choice. Him choosing to remain full in spirit and rich in mind led him to realize that one of the only true freedoms we can ever really possess is the freedom of choice. Relevant to our character Aaron Ralston, Frankel wrote in Man's Search for Meaning, when we are no longer able to change a situation, we are challenged to change ourselves. I think that what Frankel and Ralston were both able to understand is that as conscious beings, we are able to take our experience and assign to it a meaning. And not just meaning, but these two gentlemen were able to take their experiment, their experience, horrible experiences, and form a functional way of being. What I was trying to piece together in my talk about the spirit is that we are all a culmination of a universe which has been forming and evolving over billions and billions of years. Whatever it is that happened that kicked off the creation of the cosmos is still happening. It's still at work, not just cosmically, but within us. That energy at work is the spirit. Human beings are still an extremely new creature, but by all known measures and metrics, we are, as far as we know, the most advanced creature living within this dimension of existence. To your question, Aviva, I don't think that Aaron Ralston thought that things were predetermined. So much as he thought that his history and phenomenology had been the very tool that allowed him 
to overcome the adversity that he faced in those canyons in Utah. In the aftermath of it all, he made the choice to continue moving. His history, the collective history of the universe within him, the spirit, all of this, in some sense, was what he meant when he stated he'd been moving towards being trapped in that canyon. And that awful situation where he had to cut off his arm was also the pivotal moment in his life where past, present, and future all came together to allow him to live out his ultimate meaning. Aviva, what Aaron and Victor have struck upon is what we call the existential. Both in philosophy and psychological theory, existentialism is a look at what it means to exist. What turns a lot of people off of this particular theory is that its number one presupposition is that we all exist with the knowledge that at some point we will cease to exist. Death plays a huge part in hashing out what it means to be alive. What people don't like to think about, and what I suspect is behind your question today, is the fact that we are finite beings, at least as far as we can tell in our physical states. But, and this is a big but, as much as existentialism points out the doom and chaos and misfortune embedded in humanity, it still has a hopeful and poetic nature. There's so much beauty to be had while we're alive. And the poetry is to be found, as Viktor Frankl and Aaron Ralston found out, in the very fact that at some point, we die. So yes, Aviva, we are always moving towards something. That something may be beautiful, and that something may be awful. But our freedom lies in how we choose to view either of those events. I hope this helped a little bit. Thank you so much for writing in, and... Thank you for remaining curious. A fun fact before we go. Your first name, Aviva, has the same number of syllables and the same number of consonant and vowels as my last name, Orona. And not just that, but they are placed in the same consonant, vowel, consonant, vowel, consonant order. But wait, there's more. Your last name which I won't say on air, reflects the same syllable-consonant-vowel pattern as my first name, Nathan. Consonant-vowel-consonant-consonant-vowel-consonant. How did I stumble upon this, you ask? Wine. Copious amounts of wine. That and being a huge nerd. So why is that significant? Well, I guess it's really not. But last week, you probably heard me mention on the minicast the name Hermes Tresmegistus. As above, so below, so within, so without, that guy. And our name sharing these patterns reminded me of this idea. So here's some homework. Read Frankel's Man's Search for Meaning, which is short but fabulous, but also watch the movie As Above, So Below. It's sort of an Indiana Jones meets the Blair Witch Project type of film. And it takes place in the catacombs of Paris, which is both awesome and frightening. Uh, and you can watch that on, I believe it's still on Netflix. My little girl and I watched it not too long ago. But hey, that is it. I'm done. I hope you enjoyed today's Q&A. I hope that maybe you learned something from it. Maybe you didn't. Maybe I was way off base. Who knows? 
the whole project, which is Ethosphere, is for us to forever, for us to remain curious, ask questions. It's not always about getting the right answer. Sometimes it's just the question. So hit me up at ethosphere at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. And remember, I love you and peace be with you.